Welcome to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. We want to encourage, equip, and connect those with a passion to impact the next generation for Jesus Christ. Student ministry can be a lonely place. You might even feel like you're the only one in your church or community that cares about students. Well, know this, you're not alone. People all across the country are engaging Gen Z and care deeply about the spiritual direction of these young men and women. Whether you're full-time, part-time, bivocational, or volunteer, if you have a heart for students, this is the place for you. Welcome to the podcast. We are so excited that you've chosen to listen in. My name is Dan Carson, and I'm the director for Student Ministry Matters. I hope that you're having a great week as you seek to impact the next generation for Jesus Christ. Well, today I have two... My two co-hosts with me, Micah Powell is pastor, student ministry worker, worship leader, camp and conference speaker, and my friend. Micah is also a husband and a father. And Micah, it's great to have you back as we continue the conversation about student ministry. Dan, you are my friend as well. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Glad to be back. Well, and we also have um, our friend Chris Vines with us. Chris is the student pastor at Garrett Memorial Baptist Church of Hope, Arkansas, he is married and has two boys. He's also serving as a visionary leader for the SOAR conference put on by the Baptist Missionary Association of America each summer. Chris, it's great to have you back for another episode of Student Ministry Matters. It's great to be here, Dan. I'm glad that I'm a friend as well. <laughs> well, in these early episodes, I, I want our listeners to get to know us a little bit, uh, a little bit better. I, and that can I'm sure that's going to be a scary to them in the process, but um, what I wanted to do was to offer a random question of the week, and I really wish I had a cool echo effect for that, uh, but each week we'll be answering some oddball questions that I come up with, or if you want to submit your questions to us, uh, let us know. We would love to, to use those. You can send those to info at studentministrymatters.com, um, but back to the topic at hand. This week's question is... A simple one. What was your favorite breakfast cereal growing up? Chris, let's start with you. Well, here's the thing, Dan. I've never really grown up. I've always I've always loved cereal. In fact, I'm a cereal killer. <laughs> oh, that was bad. Wow. That was, that that bad. was bad. <laughs> Dad jokes. Dad jokes, okay? Dad Come jokes on. all day <laughs> long, man. Absolutely. But, uh, Absolutely. Yeah, but I love uh, Captain Crunch. But a close second would be pops. Pops like corn pops. Yeah, yeah, those corn oh, pops. Okay, you know okay. what I'm talking there about. I think yeah. I think they're by post. Something gross. like that. Yeah, yeah, they're good. What? They're not gross. They're good. Hey, just don't gross. criticize my cereal. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I loved Captain Crunch growing up. Um, my wife and I have been on a sugar fast since January 6th, mm -hmm. and right now. I would kill for a bowl of that crunchy stuff. Um, maybe mm. a second, mm. close second for me was Apple Jacks, but they got too mushy too quick. Uh, uh, how about you, Micah? Well, I uh, I was just kidding earlier. We were talking before this about our favorite cereals, and I said I was lactose intolerant, so I didn't get to enjoy cereal, and then they made fun of me for, I think, the past 30 minutes. Um, <laughs> you know, my favorite you, – you hush over there, Chris um, – Probably my all-time favorite, actually, before I was lactose intolerant, is uh, cinnamon toasters. Uh, it's like <laughs> instead of cinnamon toast crunch, it was the bag that you could get at Sam's that would fill your entire buggy with one bag. 
because I was a pastor's kid. And so we were cost effective. So, you know, I, they'd be like, all right, family, what do you want? And we're like, oh, cinnamon, cinnamon toasters, I guess. And mom's like, okay, we got to help me get it in the buggy. I'm like, okay. And so it was like, I mean, Christmas, because that bag literally like had like a, a pull plug, like you'd pull oh, yeah. it and like a bunch of cereal <laughs> would come out because of how big the bag was. You know, it was yeah. like chicken feed for chickens. That's that's my favorite though, probably yeah. because we had yeah. to eat it because it lasted for six years. Yeah, my mom, my mom was always really good. Whenever I said, "Mom, I really want Captain Crunch," she's like, "Well, Colossal Crunch is so much better and more affordable." Yeah, my mom's like, instead of cinnamon toast crunch, crunch why would I spend three dollars and ninety four cents, Micah, when I could buy seventy bags? <laughs> Sorry. 70 boxes um and, and get cinnamon toasters for for 5.98 for a 100 pound bag and i'm like mom because it tastes like cardboard but you know i actually love it and still prefer to buy it this day so hey question real quick is, is that how your mom really sounds yeah so if i talk like that that's what it is yep she's a <laughs> disney princess man if you met her it's exactly how she talks. In fact, if she listens in on this podcast, she's going to be like, hmm, spot on preacher. That's exactly what she's going to say. And if, actually what she'll say, is she'll go, oh, Micah, he is just, he is such, he's such a mess. It's exactly what she's going to sound like. <laughs> she's a sweet lady. Wow. Well, Rabbit. as you can tell, we're all about the deep things here on Student Ministry Matters. Um <laughs> Well, today we're going to be talking about something a little bit more pressing. A few years ago, I became convinced that students need to go on mission trips. Um, man, these trips are just so impactful. They provide encouragement, of course, to the missionary that they visit. and They may provide an important service that the missionary needs to accomplish and that having a team come in could do a big deal and be a big impact. But I think the biggest thing about it is that they're impacting um, students and they're, that's the impact on them. And so they see their entire world in a new light. Um, have you guys been on a, a mission trip or had the opportunity to lead a team to somewhere outside of your own hometown? Uh, yes, ahead, I have. Yeah. Okay. I will. Uh, sure. I, uh, I have. I've been on, I've been on several mission trips, uh, and over the last couple of years, been able to lead, um, lead a, a couple of mission trips as well. Last year, uh, I got to lead a team to the Philippines. Um, uh, like you said, Dan, I'm at a church uh, in Hope, Arkansas, and we had the the great privilege of being able to send uh, the Walker family to the Philippines uh, just two years ago. And we got to go visit them in, in the Philippines this past summer. And so that was a huge blessing to be able to do. And, uh, and then I went on several, I went on several, uh, volunteer student mission trips, BSM, uh, as a teenager that really, really changed my life. So for the uninitiated, what does VSM stand for? Volunteer student missions. Well, it's, it's been a program that's gone on for years and years and it's morphed and changed a little bit over the, that time. Um, but it is a, it's a really powerful thing for, for our churches. And we've seen students who wouldn't normally be able to go on a mission trip because their church is too small, mm-hmm. um, be able to partner with other ones. Yeah. Um, so it's a really cool thing. It How is. about you, Micah? Have you been on mission trip or led a team or anything along that line? Man, I had the privilege of going to Haiti with um, the uh, medical missions 
um, Institute group uh, to Haiti. Um, it was an all guys trip, uh, maybe two years ago. And that was really, it was really, really eye opening. And it's my first one out of, um, out of um, off America, American soil. And, uh, you know, that, that was awesome and eye opening and, and just be able to serve the people of Haiti and give them, you know, medications and medicine and stuff like that was awesome. And then to, to have somebody speak the gospel and because I'm not a nurse or a doctor, <laughs> um, and a preacher that doesn't speak, um, Haitian Creole, uh, I, I did the, the very arduous task of taking people's blood pressure. So pretty, pretty big deal. You know, it was really hard. They sat down and I pushed a button and then I wrote down the numbers. I felt really, (laughs) I felt really, uh, it was really, really deep, really good. Um, that was really good though, man. God did some wonderful things. And then I got the, um, pleasure to go to, uh, Peru last August with uh, the medical missions team again, because apparently I did so good at pushing buttons. They were like, man, we got to get this guy, all-star guy, button pusher uh, on our trips with us. But man, with the students, you know, we, we were able to go to like Potosi, Missouri, you know, to help a, a struggling church there with a friend of mine, Brian Kingston, and um, just, just help them uh, kind of reach out and uh, cleaned up a park and go to Florida and, you know, work with the, not, not the Make-A-Wish Foundation, like the famous people, but like the kind of the, um, more like in the background scenes of like helping clean up some stuff. And, and anyways, you know, you guys know Texas and uh, the SOAR conference, they have an opportunity to serve usually every year. And we tried to oh, go yeah. to a couple of them and it's awesome, man. Just awesome. Yeah. The uh, specifically, and I think what Mike is referring to is that mission Arlington, um, fantastic organization. And what they'll do is they'll take students that have come down there for the conference. We'll spend uh, just a couple hours um, getting an opportunity to kind of get their feet wet with missions and what's that that's like. And, and so I know that I've, I've taken students through that process. We've gone, we've met, been encouraged by the, the ministry there. And then we would go out and we would do something physical in one of these apartment complexes. We would clean, um, and it was eye-opening. That that alone was very eye-opening to many of, of my students um, because they've they've just had so much in their life. And so we'd clean out an apartment. Then we would go around and gather up kids and then have almost like a vacation Bible school in real confined, short setting. Um, so, yeah, man, that's that's some powerful stuff. My my experience is a is kind of limited. I know you guys have you've been out of the country. I'm 47 years old and. I've been to Mexico and the Canadian side of Niagara Falls. That's been it. Um, but I've had a few chances to see missions and work. Um, in 2009, our church went to Fountain, Colorado uh, to lead a vacation Bible school with a mission church led by Jacob Norman and his team at Fusion Church. Um, but what's cool is I've, I've seen it through my students as they prepared for VSM trips. I've seen it with my own children. Um, both of my, my children have been on multiple mission trips now. Um, my son has gone to Romania twice. Uh, my daughter has gone uh, to Peru as well as to the southern part of Texas. And so it's, it's just really cool to see how that works, uh, what that does. Um, so having experienced it firsthand and seeing the impact of, of students who have come back from VSM trips, volunteer student missions, I feel that every student should go on a mission trip before they graduate. Um, it's kind of in the DNA of what I do uh, with student ministry and 
I hope that that sort of desire is in your mind as well. Now, it's not always easy for these students. Um, in fact, it can be overwhelming when they look at how much money they have to raise and everything else. But it's a powerful thing to, to see them trust God as they raise that money and then they step out in faith to serve Jesus out in the world. Um, I mean, it as a parent, it can be a little terrifying. I'm going to send my daughter to Peru or I'm going to send my son to Romania. In fact, my son is about, uh, he's gearing up for a, another mission trip, not through VSM, but through his college down at Washita. Uh, he's headed to Poland for his spring break. Um, and it's just really cool. So, you know, with with those things in mind, I'd like for us to take a few minutes to to think about things that we can do to encourage our students to get involved with missions. Um, you know, it's one thing to say, I want every student to go on a mission trip. But, you know, how do we get them excited about that? How do we encourage them in that process? You know, what does that look like? Um, because growing up, it didn't even cross my mind to go on a mission trip. Um, and I love the people at the church where I was at when I was growing up, but they didn't say, Hey, you need to go on a mission trip. It was, you know, be faithful at church, serve there, worship there. Um, but what we know that God is a missionary God. And so what can we do to encourage those students? So Micah, you got any ideas or things that you've done in the past to encourage students to step out into missions? Yeah, sign up. <laughs> you know, that's, isn't that funny? you know, just something simple, right? <laughs> oh, man. Um, you know, each time we did something, we, you know, do do kind of the, the, I guess, the normal things for student pastors that we all try to do, you know, pray about, you know, an area and, you know, think of yeah. some churches that maybe need some help or um, maybe an area outside of the U.S. There was a church that we were trying to set up a, through the student ministry where it was like a, a father son trip to Brazil. And, uh, oh. we, uh, before we, we pulled the trigger on it, we had to, to halt, but that was going to be like, my dream was to take a student ministry to Brazil and have like a father son time together. And the more I thought about it, I kind of wanted to take my kid too. And it just didn't work out, you know, but one of the things I tell my students and try to, imp- to impart to them, um, is we want to be a missionary. We're a missionary church, right? You know, all, all three of us, we're, we're mission focused, you know, but to, to pick times that the kids can go, that the majority of our kids could go. Um, and then also um, kind of cast the vision, I guess, for them. Um, sell this idea to them of, and I don't like the word sell. I probably shouldn't use that, but um, I like the idea of presenting something and, with passion and, and trying to get students to, you know, join in with what God is doing and that this is an opportunity for them to get outside of their comfort zone. And so to celebrate that, you know, Hey, listen, God wants us outside of our comfort zone, you know, because we have to rely on him in those times. And it causes uh, us to, to know our weakness and to, to, for God to be strong in our weaknesses. And so I, I I'm typically trying to like think through, okay, if I'm going to do a mission trip, you know, this year in the summer, you know, I start calling people now, you know, and, and trying to talk with church planners and calling the, you know, BMA missions office and just asking, Hey, listen, who's needing help, you know? And then as I vet through all of that, you know, um, I cast that vision to my students. I think that's huge, you know, remind them often in sermons and teaching and, you know, um, just, just every, every facet of your ministry, like trying to reference, Hey, listen, I want you to, you know, especially if you have like that, that student, that's like a, 
a trouble student. I, I don't want to say that, but you know, we all have those students that struggle um, more than others. And just, Hey, listen, this, I go to that student that you're really, you know, that's wrestling with a lot and, and saying, Hey, listen, I want you to go on this trip. Cause I want to get to know you better, you know, and where we can get to know each other better in Christ as we serve this mission. And, you know, um, I, so again, I'm, I guess I'm trying to, to, to flesh out is, you know, cast that vision to my students. And then, um, they typically took hold of it because students in this generation, guys, and you all know this too. They love to serve, yeah. you know, would y'all agree with that? Do y'all see that in your, in your student ministries? Yeah, I do for sure. I know I, I mean, do. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. No, with, with my, especially with my own, with my own children. Um, but I, I, I see it as well. They want to, to do something that is meaningful and impactful. And I think that's, I mean, what's more impactful than taking Jesus to other parts of the world? I mean, there's just nothing. And so. Well, there's always this, you know, there's always those questions like, and that's, and that's what I'm kind of getting to is like all my students that I've, I've had, you know, that have been a part of our, our church and ministries. It's like, they ask that question, you know, they always want to find the purpose. Like, you know, what, what are we going to do? And and once they hear it, like we're here to serve people and be the hands and feet, like they just love it. And so, you know, being able to cast that vision for the students and then remind them and, you know, always keep it present in your ministries. Like, Hey, you know, you know, go to those students and in, in person and, and telling them why we're doing this and why we're going. And, and actually guys, I found that my mission trips have been better attended um, than, uh, even like some events like Winter Jam, like I had more students going to mission trips than I did to anything else, you know, and uh, th- I, it's why I think it was such an amazing thing, because that's what we are as missionary Baptist, you know, and proud. Um, it, it's an awesome thing. Uh, you know, those, those are just some things that I try to do to get them to get involved is just to keep their commitment to to God. Well, you know, and what I love hearing from you, Mike, is we're student pastors. I mean, that is a part of our DNA. It's, uh, we are, we love students. We want to work with them, but God has called us to pastor them. And as a pastor, we have a responsibility to equip them and to cast a vision before our people. And man, if you can get them excited about serving God, uh, that is a life-changing trip. It's a life-changing opportunity. And so, man, thanks, Micah. Uh, how about you, Chris? Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I would say that, I mean, missions is central to uh, just who we are uh, as a mm-hmm. church. And certainly it's what we do within our, our student ministry. Um, I, I would say as far as uh, how I help to encourage students uh, to, to take a mission trip is um, we just build that into the rhythm of what we do uh, every year. And, and so I know that not every student can, can go on, on the trip for a lot of different reasons, but I try my, my very hardest to, um, make it easy. Like Micah said, I think picking a good time in the year is, is a very wise thing. Uh, just knowing when it's the, the best season for students to be able to go and, and also to think in terms of their families and when, uh, when it would be best for them to be able to go out of the state or even in the state, um, a couple of years ago, we started something uh, within our church, within our, our youth ministry called uh, Advance, and it's all about advancing the gospel. And this is what we just call our uh, our mission each each year. And we try to do it somewhere around June uh, if it works out. But essentially what, what we do is um, 
the there's about six to eight weeks leading up to that trip where uh, I will I will take the students who are going on that trip through uh, just a uh, evangel evangelism uh, training. And uh, I want to just teach them how to turn everyday conversations into gospel conversations so that whenever we go on this trip, wherever we're going, they are uh, they've got a tool in their tool belt, so to speak, to to be able to just share the gospel uh, as we stop at gas stations, as we go into restaurants. And then, of course, when we're um, serving side by side with with the church that maybe we're visiting. And uh, so my my my. uh kind of bigger vision for that with our students has been to, um, in, in a certain way, start local and then just kind of branch out. And uh, so the first year we we stayed in the state of Arkansas, last year we went into Oklahoma, and, and this year we'll be going a little bit further. I'm not going to reveal yet because I haven't revealed to our group yet. We're going to have a kind of a reveal party in the next few weeks about where we're going to be going. And uh, so I'm excited about that. But then the other thing I'd say, which was this is very formative in my life and and it continues to be something that I drive our students to is every uh, every summer when we go to SOAR, there is a midnight meeting uh, for VSM for volunteer student missions. Uh, And uh, if it wasn't for VSM, like you said earlier, Dan, I mean, I'm a I'm a country boy from small town Arkansas. And I grew up in a very, uh, a very good, but very small, uh, local church. And, uh, but if it hadn't been for VSM, I I would have, I I could probably say with confidence, I would have never been, uh, afforded the opportunity to go out of the country and go on a mission trip. And, and so I'm always driving our students to go, uh, check out VSM and and to sign up there and I've got there's one of our students this year who actually uh, received a scholarship uh, to go on a VSM trip and uh, he's gearing up to go to California here in the next few months so uh, so that's really cool for him wow yeah I love um, that we have that organization within our missions department for our group of churches now I know we have we're probably going to have listeners that are outside of our tradition, outside of our group. And, and so, you know, if your group of churches doesn't have an organization like that, uh, get connected with us. Um, VSM is a great way for students to serve. Um, and it's a, it can be a very powerful thing. Um, and like I said, as they go through and they, they learn what it is to be a missionary, uh, they'll take a few minutes. Um, and actually they take a whole weekend and, and spend some time together and they go through a boot camp and then they learn and, and, and step through those things together. And so, well, Chris, did you have anything else that you, you do to encourage students? Man, I'll, I'll just say this. This is something that we say around our church, uh, quite often. And this is just an encouragement to student pastors or to students who are out there, uh, put your yes on the table and let God put Mm -hmm. it on the map. Your yes on the table and let God put it on the map. I like that. Yeah, I do. Uh, you know, I was li- I was thinking about some. Um, there's a a guy in our work, Donnie Parish, um, means a lot to me. He was actually my wife's student pastor. Uh, he's kind of the the granddaddy of student pastors within uh, our churches. Uh, but he is, uh, you know, he's always encouraging students. You know, saying, "Well, you're asking why you should go. It's why should you not go? I mean, it's." Yeah, that's it's that idea. So put your yes on the table. Love it. Love it. Well, you know, I've I've got 
because it's the way my brain works. I made my little list of as I was thinking about these things. And I have four things that we can add, uh, simple things um, that I think can help our students get excited about missions. And one is to simply teach on missions, Um, really talk about the Great Commission, about our job, our responsibility, our role um, as as missionaries um, in in our world, whether it's at school or whether it is on the mission field, uh, we need to talk about that that divine commandment, um, that that great commission that we've been given to share the the gospel with the entire world, but then to also talk about um, missionaries and how God is working in different places in our world. Um, I think that's important. So we if we can take a piece of as we're teaching on a Wednesday night or Sunday night or Sunday morning, I don't know what your student ministry looks like, but spending some time with that, that's important. Um, second thing I've got is that we need to provide opportunities for them to experience missions. Things like VSM, of course. Um, I think, Chris, what you shared is fantastic. When a, a church makes that a priority within their student ministry or as a church as a whole. Um, I talked about our church, uh, Temple Baptist and Rogers, that went on a mission trip as a church. I mean, there was 30 plus of us and we all went out to Colorado and man, there's nothing like the relationship that is built and strengthened uh, by going out together. Um, uh, third thing I've got is that we need to introduce our students to missionaries. I don't know about um, your setting. If you have an opportunity to meet missionaries, um, in many of our smaller churches, that just doesn't happen uh, because a missionary might not come and, and speak to, to your church, your group. Uh, but man, if you have that ability, reach out. Technology makes it so easy. We can um, use different avenues to reach out and um, even interview them during a, a, a group time. It'd be a pretty easy way to, to approach that. Um, but I, I just am constantly thinking about the impact of a of a lady and that I'm not going to mention by name because she was in a creative access country. Um, but the impact of that that woman and when she met my my own children and how how much she not just encouraged them to follow God, but she was that example. Um, and unfortunately, she passed away recently and it kind of left my daughter in just trying to figure out what to do next because that was her heart. And that was where she, she was planning on going and serving with this, this woman. And, and so now she's trying to figure it out. And so even this mission trip that she has coming up is, is a part of that exploration, but that wouldn't have happened without actually meeting a missionary face to face to realize that these are real people who just have put their yes on the table and said, all right, I'm good. Let's let's go serve God and do this. Um, the fourth thing I've got is uh, something we should be doing anyway, but we need to lead our students to pray for missionaries. Um, we support our church here, Calvary. Uh, we support Joe and Mira Costa and their missionaries to the Middle East. And so we um, we financially support them. Our church as a whole does. And so I need to encourage my students to be praying for them uh, when we come together for times of prayer, lifting them up and and then they will they will know they will see that these are real people and understand that. And so man it can there are a lot of things that we can do to encourage missions, but uh, I would just say you know, do it. I mean, 
Make sure that your students know that missions is not just for the super spiritual. It's not just for those that are called to ministry, um, that all of us have that responsibility to share the gospel. And if it means that we've got to get on a, a plane or a bus or even just walking across the street, God's calling us to be missionaries. So, well, getting students to think beyond themselves and their own worlds is not an easy thing. Um, we were talking about that even with my students tonight. Um, however, seeing a student come back from serving Jesus away from home, that is an incredible thing. These students come back changed. Uh, they look at the world differently. They see that, man, they have been blessed in big, big ways. And so, guys, as as we get closer to the end of today's uh, podcast, let me ask you, do you have anything to add in this idea of encouraging our students to to embrace missions? What do you think? Man, uh, you know, one thing I was wanting to say was that I didn't, didn't, didn't think about earlier. <clears throat> um, excuse me. Um my dad had a, a sign on the back, um, on the, uh, the the clear glass door. You know, when you leave church, it said you are now entering yeah. the mission field. Yeah, and I, I love that. Um, so I I, I kind of imparted that to my students and wanted to you know ha- have them kind of um, take that that mission. And so I, each each student ministry that we were at, I would put some resemblance of those words on the door that they would leave to go out in the world and. You know, it is such an amazing thing to go overseas and to help these people in different states. But and I think it's also good to know to kind of train them through the lens that, you know, they're a missionary now. You know, if if they choose to do ministry for Christ, if they choose to speak the gospel in their schools, then that's missions. In in a lot of ways, that's that's missions. And I definitely understand the, the foreign stuff, but I just I, I want to be careful and make sure that I I add to uh, this idea to them that, you know, they don't have to be in Florida. They don't have to go to uh, Haiti. You know, they could do missions um, in their school tomorrow morning, you know, and just go out, spread the gospel, spread the good news. It doesn't take a degree or, you know, any, any pedigree or certification. I mean, yeah. Matthew 28, 18 through 20 gives us the certification and, and mm-hmm. the, the, the degree and, and the words and, and so I, I just want to be, I, I don't know guys how you feel about that, but like just, just helping them understand that they can do missions in their hometown, you know, where they live. I completely agree, Micah. I mean, they need to understand that hometown. Um, that's where missions begins. If you're not doing it at home, why are you going to do it when you go on a trip? I mean, that, that, that is absolutely true. The cool thing that I've seen when students would come back from a mission trip to say even Chicago, which is totally within, um, you know, within the country, it's within the realm of, you know, middle America and that sort of thing. Um, they come back and then they start serving more at home because they realize, Oh, I could do this at home. And it's crazy that it takes a long trip like that to, to go to the next thing. How about you, Chris, you got anything to, to add as we wrap up? Man, just to amen what you guys said, and um, and Dan, you've already said this, but you know, just to help students see that uh, that God is on mission in the world, and and so mm. to to lead our students to to ask a better question than God, what is your will for my life? I think a better question is to ask God, what is your will, and how can I be a part of it? Um, yeah, and and just to help th- help them to see that. 
that God is already at work. He's already on mission, that um, he makes it very clear what his will is and that he invites us to be a part of what he's doing. Hmm. That's a great way to wrap up. Well, thanks for being with us today, and we hope that you'll join us again as we seek to connect with other student ministry workers. I know that I need the encouragement and the words of wisdom that I can find from others who have walked this road. So let me encourage you, keep serving. I know that it's hard, but that's what God has called us to do. Let's embrace it together because student ministry matters. Thanks for listening to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. Get connected at studentministrymatters.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Student Ministry Matters. Until next time, keep up the great work with your students because the work matters.